Much like Fire Festival had no acts, no running water, no toilets and no food, we have no intro. It's Have You Seen. Hello and welcome to the season two finale of Have You Seen? Uh, I did actually have an intro, but it involved me shouting really loudly and uh, that would annoy my neighbours and probably prevent Tom from ever wanting to record with me ever again. Uh, I am Kieran Laforte and at the other end of this internet connection is Tom Webb. Hello. After our own personal disaster last week, which included a variety of uh, technical screw-ups that hopefully you will never hear or see. Uh, you might get to see, depends. Um we tackled the biggest disaster in music festival history, the Fire Festival. Well, I mean, the documentary about the Fire Festival. What's it called? Uh, Fire, the greatest party that never happened. Yeah. Um, directed by uh, Chris Smith, uh, who directed uh, American Movie, which we tackled and loved back in season one. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, produced allegedly by Netflix, but we'll get onto that later. Uh, it was pitched to us by a uh, long-time listener uh, and supporter, Pete Hammond. Uh, Tom read out the pitch last week. Much like last week, I don't have it to hand. <laughs> but it was along the lines of, I'll do, lads, you should watch this, uh, which Pretty is much. generally how our emails from Pete go. Uh, and we love that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we sat down and watched something like it's like 97 minutes of just insanity <laughs> and like never-ending mistaken disaster upon yeah. mistaken disaster i guess yeah my 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 first note is that this is entertainment 720 it's it's tom haverford and john ralphio making their <laughs> doing their 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 music festival and it's just yeah. like i mean where do you start with it because it's i mean it's just well, I think we, we're going to end up talking much like uh, Electro Boogaloo. We're going to end up talking much more about the subject than the object here, aren't we? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's, I mean, let's start off by saying it's a well-made documentary, but it doesn't change any for like it, 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 it's talking heads and footage and a bit of it, fly it on the wall. Cha- it doesn't it's, alter the medium. It's not. No. It's not the imposter, is it? No, exactly. It's just a well-made documentary, yeah. the sort of slick documentary that Netflix uh, are becoming known for. Yeah. Do we want to get into that part of it or should we save that to the end? Because well, Netflix didn't actually produce this. They just well, bought it. Yeah, well, I think... So there's this weird thing about Netflix is that it's very, very difficult to pitch to them. Very difficult to pitch to them. They like to just scoop up ready-made products, don't they? Particularly well, ones that have critical acclaim. Because this had done the film festival circuit and was getting, you know, yeah, I, I think audits, it, I think and then th- they they snapped it up. I think the way they operate though is that uh, if you're in with them, they will give you projects. I see. If you're not in with them, it ha- it has to be something that is raking up awards, and they come to you. You don't go to them. That's kind of the way I, I kind of the impression I get. Um, there are ways you can pitch stuff to Netflix, and it, and it, I'm yeah. sure it will work one in a thousand times. Um, mm. For you know, if you're making stuff like this, you can go through what they call content aggregators, and they're basically companies that uh, you p- either pay a fee to or a percentage to, and mm. they package up, and they're they're basically like accredited pitchers to. Netflix, uh, yeah, Prime Video, 
yeah. Apple TV or iTunes, whatever they're calling it now. Um, Apple, Apple TV, TV slash Apple TV Pro. Yeah, yeah, that kind of which stuff. For nine ninety nine a month or whatever they're charging, it has bugger all on it. I I haven't really looked it's into just it. A, so I have recently uh, purchased new Apple products with which you get a free year of Apple TV Plus. Okay, and they're charging. If you don't get the freebie, they are charging roughly what you pay for a year of Netflix or a year of Hulu right. or a year of Disney Plus or whatever. Yeah. And they have, and it's basically just a paid shop window to other stuff you can buy. Right. They have very little original, they've launched it with very little original content. And yeah. to be honest, there's only one thing on there I'm interested in watching. And that's only because a friend of mine said, this is good you should watch it they, i mean they've got a few i mean they've pulled in what scorsese and spielberg to do projects for them there's potentially this uh i think is it going on apple tv the isaac asimov foundation series which is like one right. of the big epic sci-fi novels that you know everyone said oh you could make an amazing series out of it i think that i think they're doing that so they're them on netflix so, they're having a go, eh? so i i have a feeling that they might have launched it a bit prematurely. They should have lined mm. those ducks up, but then again, I don't think they would have. They would, I think they would have got those without being live. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a bit it's of chicken, a chicken and egg. egg thing, really. Yeah. yeah, they have to line their ducks up, but they're chickens and eggs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's uh, an or- get... ornithological nightmare. Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, so, uh, this was. I was reading a, a whole article about this uh, shortly before we started recording, and this is was initially kind of um, made by Vice, right? Or the the inception came from Vice because they had a reporter who was reporting on all of the fire festival mm-hmm. nightmare, and she actually appears in the film and has a, an exec producer credit, right? Uh, the story goes that Christmas Company came on board, essentially took over the production, and edged Vice out, right? Leaving them with only their contractually obligated credits on the end. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and the other interesting part that has a production credit is Jerry Media. Right. Uh, who are the company formerly known as Fuck Jerry. Yeah. Who appear in this documentary as the marketing company for Fire Festival. And notably, they get off very, very cleanly in this doc. Mm. This caused a lot of controversy because there is also a rival documentary by Hulu. Right. Fire Fraud, okay. which was released, which was originally supposed to be a series, yeah. but then got condensed into a documentary and was released four days before this on Hulu. Oh, they did, they did a Golden Globe. Yeah, in which Fuck Jerry do not get off scot-free. Interesting. Both parties have accused the other of um, uh, attempting to make payments to Billy McFarlane, the Fire Festival organiser, to get him to appear in their documentaries. Really, and supposedly, so what I was reading today was uh, the CEO. So the CEO of Jerry Media um, cut a deal with McFarlane to appear in this film, where he would get a whopping twelve percent of any profit. Wow! But di- he didn't show up. Interesting. Yeah, um, the CEO also um, uh, had a say in the edit, although Netflix claims Final Cut always rested with Chris Smith. Hmm. Yeah, murky waters there, I think. Very murky waters. But then... So if we you have a documentary at, that's almost as controversial as the subject it's about. If if you look at the, the people in it, it's hardly a surprise. I mean, mm. McFarlane is just a... He's a narcissistic sociopath. And we, it's just... I mean... 
the video of this episode will eventually go on YouTube and there's rules about how far into a YouTube video you can use certain words. The word I originally wrote down about McFarland, I cannot say this early in the video. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> it, it, it would get demonetized, I'm sure. Wow, wow, wow. Um, yes. Interesting. Yes, I wrote, I'm five minutes in and already I, already I think these people are a bunch of, and you can probably guess what the yeah, next no, word is. Yeah, I can absolutely guess. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely right there with you because it's like I, I, I don't have any – normally in a documentary you find someone you have empathy and sympathy for mm. and there are very few in this. I mean, it's, it's mostly the it's mostly the Bahamians, it, like yeah, it's mostly the, exactly. like the, the JR guy and yeah. uh, the catering woman. Yeah, the the people you know. that are actually doing the work yeah. are the ones that I felt sorry for. Everyone else, yeah. I was just like, "You're yeah. a thoroughly horrible person. You're not." Yeah. You know, I just like, uh, you know, I have no. Uh, I have no empathy or sympathy for you if you were involved in this project and yep. if you were one of the people that, that had the expendable cash to go and do it and then got annoyed when it got cancelled. Like if you've got the money yeah, to throw away or something like that. it's hard to have sympathy. Yeah, I mean, one of the other, one of the other uh, notes I wrote was uh, rich Republican white kids ruin everything again. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. It. There's a very... Uh, I mean, it, McFarland is like, he's so self-important and corrupt he could be a trump like, there, there, there's a type i mean i mean we're probably going to get hate from hate mail from the u.s but there is a particular type of um uh moneyed white republican young entrepreneur from new jersey and he fits this type perfectly yeah yeah and it's there's a lot of time i think there's a lot of he can't see when other people are using him for his money as well um, because I don't think Ja Rule put any cash into this. I don't but think he was happy to hang around with the kid who did. Yeah, uh, but I—that's not part of it because it's the sycophant. No, that's what they crave. I, I think. I think that's. Oh yeah. You know, I don't. I think when you're a, a narcissistic sociopath, you don't even. That's not even a thing. They like you. You. I don't think you even think they're using me. They. Th you think yeah. they're. They adore me. They love me. Yeah. Because they yeah. want to be with me all the time. And that's yeah. what they crave, and that's what they're they're fueling, and it's yeah, it, it's it just it's one of those things where you watch it when you and it's people who won't listen to other people as well. Mm. That really like if you're hiring people that are experts in their field, listen to them because they're right. They you might not yeah. like what they're saying, but that's where you have to then adapt and compromise and move forward. Yeah. Whereas with this, people are going to say this is going to fail, you can't do this, or how can you do that? And then it's like the whole thing, like you can hire, you can buy and or hire Pablo Escobar's islanders, but you must not say Pablo Escobar. And that's the first thing, thing, they, thing they did. Yeah. And it's, it's just, interesting. So a lot of great um, fiction film directors will often mm -hmm. only say, my films turn out good because I know how to hire the best people to do those jobs. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, great directors, there's a lot of great directors who say, well, I don't know how to light this, but I hire a guy who does. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things. It's like, uh, I, you know, from my point of view, like move, like doing more directing, moving into that kind of stuff. It's like you absolutely, yeah. As, a, as if I'm a director, I want to understand all of the proceeds i want to understand the, the workflows mm. and i want to understand what it is people are doing 
but I'm more than happy to say that I'm not the person that should be doing it just because oh, I'm yeah. interested. I want, like, to, you yeah, know, I want to understand the process of sound, but I don't want to be holding the boom. Exactly. You know, there's, yeah. like, it's like, you know, there's always going to be have some, done that. <laughs> exactly. You know, but, but you, I think it's good to have the experience of doing those kind of jobs and doing that kind of stuff mm. when you're in that position as a director. And then you can kind of look at, look at things, you know, it's like, you know, I've always kind of enjoyed tinkering with color grading and I did mm. it for the easy bit documentary and it's like, well, it's an, it's an hour and a half. I was like, I never want to do that again <laughs> because I, but you're quite good at it. <laughs> I, well, I don't mind it and I can possibly do it, but yeah. I don't want to do it on a project that size again because it's just like, no, it's just, it. not, it. I'm not that in, I'm not that into it. Like I think, yeah. you know, it's, it's like if, if I need to do it, I can. Yeah. But I will happily defer that to someone who's better at it than me because I know I'm not as good as I could be. But it's and it's, nobody in this film does that exactly. Any and uh, it's not just McFarland; it no. goes down as well. Yeah. There's a guy I can't remember. I think his name's Grant. Yes, little, little fellow with glasses who's, who's never put on, on event, the phone. Yeah, never put on an event yeah. before, and he's the guy in charge of it all. Yeah, and then there's the pilot. Who taught himself oh. how to fly? How to yeah. fly well, on he w- <laughs> Microsoft flights? Him? Yeah, he's not. Firstly, he wasn't even brought in to be a pilot. He's the logistics guy. Yeah, I know. He just happens to be able to fly light aircraft. Yeah, and it's kind of it's almost glossed over. And I wrote it in all caps. He st- taught himself through Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah. Why are we not spending more time talking about this? Also, how legal is this? Like, well, I mean, he must have passed. Uh, a test and done a license right so yeah but he's clearly taught himself how to do that using the using flight sim which is utterly crazy which Uh, is timely because a new version got released this week and and then he's doing bloody zero gravity parabolica flights for people and he's like no you shouldn't be doing that (laughs) not in the not in that plane (laughs) (laughs) because that thing just looked like a crate with propellers oh my god yeah yeah Something else that kind of got glossed over a little bit. There's a man appearing in this film. His name is only ever shown in a caption. Nobody ever says it, but his name is M. David. Yes, yes. M. D. A. V. I. D. M. Yeah. David. M. David. I, yeah, I know. I, there's a lot of. Is it the first draft of M. Bop by Hans? <laughs> by Hans. <laughs> there's a lot of people in this. A lot of hipsters in this. Where I it, okay? Yeah. Like I feel sorry for your situation, but. You know, you are such an archetypal hipster. It's a lot. Yes, it's a lot of. I find it difficult. It's a lot of media wankers. Yes. Yeah, very much so. And we have encountered many of these people in our careers. Yeah, yes. But There's... yeah, they are They are like um, uh, like Billy. They are a type. They are the New York media millennial. A- absolutely, yeah. There's the one guy who's like, he's sitting there, he's got a beard, he's got his hair up in like a top knot yeah, bun yeah. And, yeah. and and he's got his like low loose t-shirt and all that kind of mm. stuff and he's talking about it and i'm like the dude looks like a yoga teacher and then later on <laughs> he was just like i yeah. was supposed to be a yoga instructor the instructor i was like i knew it i knew it <laughs> yeah yeah it's um, just i mean it's a it's a, just a litany also, of shit that man was wearing a nirvana t-shirt i challenge him to name three nirvana songs <laughs> Yeah, it's just like I mean, I you know they didn't even plan things like toilets or no. like I mean it's just basic stuff. And then going to the like 
was it four weeks out or something? Oh, can you design us a stage? Like, yeah. what the hell? It, I mean... And then they change islands, and they haven't thought about toilets on that island either. Uh, I know. And, it, and the logistics guy on the original island going, you want this many people, I have a map here, you cannot actually physically fit that many people on this island. And they go, oh, we'll get a cruise ship, we'll house them on a cruise ship. And then they cancel the cruise ship. Yeah. And he's just like, do you know how difficult it's going to be to get drunk people on a dinghy? Yeah. And it's yep. like, of course. I mean, it's. I just, you're right. It's the, they get caught up in the party. Yeah. Without thinking of all of the effort that goes into doing yeah. it. And people who bring up, it's funny, anybody who brings up a legitimate problem is suddenly no longer with the project anymore. Rather yeah. than trying to fix the problem, they get rid of the person who brings up the issue. Yeah, yeah. It's like, don't bring the negativity. It's like, well, yeah, maybe bring some logic because that would yeah. that would help. It reminds know. me of a story of the time uh, WWE decided they needed to hire a continuity person and they fired him after three weeks because he brought up so many continuity errors. <laughs> I don't find that surprising um, in the slightest. No, no. Um, one of the things I wrote down, this is something we have a little bit of experience of. Even when events go well, they go badly. Yes. Like, organizing any kind of event, they're nothing but firefighting and problem solving, yeah. even when they go smoothly. Yeah, absolutely. There's all, And that's the thing is like a, a well done event is yeah. just you don't see the problems. Because yeah, they've been managed. They are, they are swans. They are serene on the outside, yet with frantically paddling feet underneath, getting rid yeah. of the problems. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the amount of times we've been shooting with an events team and, and, and they've been just like, oh, my God, this has been happening. That's been happening. Oh, God, this is yeah. gone. And like, you know, outside looking and in. And then the client comes up and goes, this is great. This is the best organized event we've ever had. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From the outside, you know, they, it's. I, I always say that people who do PR and events management and stuff, they're, they're in like this I, I don't know why you would ever choose to do that job because you've got you've got two fronts that you're fighting all the time mm. there's there's like you know your the public and the client and they're they're always at you or you know and it's mm. I, I would i just don't know why people do that job you know it's crazy gluttons for punishment absolutely yeah well you know people people join the fire service don't they yeah yeah that's true but that, i mean that's I don't know. That's, that's saving that's lives and rescuing user. kids. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, something else that gets glossed over: a man pulls a window off a plane. I know. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. do that. Don't ever do that. I just uh, that bit. I was just like, but even if you had an inkling that that was going to come, that, that little bit of plastic facade was going to come, yeah. you wouldn't. You wouldn't pull it off. You wouldn't. No. You wouldn't do no. And that's no. that's the point. I was just like, it's, the people going to this are just as stupid. The people failing to run it, and there it, is a, it, a large element of that. Yeah, it, it got summed up when when it, it, all of the backlash started to happen on Instagram and and mm. and Twitter and what, what have you on social media, and they they actually show some of the some of the responses that people were having. Just like they just they just were had no empathy for anyone at all and one of the mm. tweets that pops up was just every time a rich kid uh, every time a rich kid gets scammed an angel gets its wings <laughs> <laughs> and i thought that yeah that's perfect mm. um turns out this is not our first film with jar rule in it oh, really oh yeah, yeah. What was do you remember half past dead with steven seagal yes <laughs> oh man i'd forgotten that <laughs> 
or half pasted dead as i remember my notes kept trying to have it <laughs> he has two wonderful quotes in this wow. the first is we want to go fucking see the pigs we're going to go see the pigs <laughs> jar rule 2016 uh, yeah. and then that's not fraud i would call that false advertising jar rule 2017 i know turns out it was fraud yeah it was um, fraud uh, yeah. and billy is now in jail for it spoilers. yeah and you know, even although when not it, for long enough, I don't think. Well, he'll get off early. I mean, it well, got to it? the end, and I was like, I really hope this guy's in prison. Mm. And then the caption pops up, and I'm like, oh, good, he is at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it, there was, I couldn't believe, like, you know, he, he, he gets his sentence and he's out on bail, mm. and he's just scamming more, like, you know, and using so, the email lists, and it's just like you can't. Somebody he, had a quote. I think it was the well, the guy who. Um, I can't remember if it was the guy with the slightly too long slick back hair, slick back hair, or the guy who looked like the Mekon. Mm. Um, they were they were both like festival attendees. Yeah, and I think one of them says, or it might have been the uh, the reporter who set up the the fire fraud website yes. to try and show like insider pictures and what people mm. were actually getting. One of those three men, I can't remember who, says, "You're already under the microscope, and then you go and commit another scam." Mm. He also commits this scam in front of a camera crew he has invited. How fucking dumb is this man? <laughs> I, I don't I, even know if it's it, dumb. It's hubris. It's thinking I can get away with it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's that narcissistic sociopath thing again. And again, mm. like like Trump, he just thinks it. it he's impervious to anything. Like he, mm. it's just invincibility, and no one would dare question it. And it's just like if you just. If it's you just the armor of money, yeah, and, and and bullshit. Like it's the it's if you just keep <laughs> talking and just with enough, like you know, confidence. It's confidence tricksters. You know, yeah. that's he's a con man. That's essentially what he mm. is, and it just you know he just steamrolls. But not a wildly charismatic one, because usually they are. No. You know, well, like I mean, you can almost get sucked in by it. People do say that he's charismatic and that kind of stuff. Really? And it's, yeah, I mean, he just looks like... He was, just, me, a, he was just like a squinting fat kid in this. Like. Yeah, he just looks like he's kind of slightly nerdy and really just awkward all the time. But then, you know, we, the, you don't really watch him interact with people a lot. You no. actually just see a lot of reaction shots of him just milling about or being in an, in in somewhere. So you don't really see. There's a bit here and there, but you never see him being like. I don't know. You don't really just sit and watch him interacting and being himself. Right. Um. But yeah, it's it's very very odd. But you're right. It's just you know money. Yeah. Um. Should we talk about? the most famous quote that's come out of this documentary which is um the man named andy king being sent to rescue four tankers full of evion at customs yes <laughs> where he gets a phone call uh the customs send send them a bill for $175,000 to let this water into the country mm. and he gets a phone call from billy which uh, includes this line uh uh, verbatim um you are our big gay le leader will you take one for the team will you suck a dick to fix this water problem <laughs> i just and he he says in his interview he went home he had a shower he gargled some mouthwash and he got in his car and he drove to the to the office <laughs> and he said the bloke at the other side of the desk couldn't be nice and he just went just make sure we're the first people paid yeah and we'll let the water go and he went yeah all right and that was it and no dick was sucked <laughs> It's just like I mean that guy 
he like, at least seemed to feel some kind of remorse. Absolutely, he did. And it, but even I, if he had to sneak out of the village in someone else's clothes in the back of a car I, with his head down, I was just like, "Why?" I mean, it, 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 that, that I think he goes some way to showing you how charismatic Billy must be. He'd worked with Billy for years before Ex- exactly. that on all Billy's other. I had this. I don't know whether to call them ventures or scams. Scams. I think yeah. I looked him up on Wikipedia. It literally says uh, Billy McFarland brackets fraudster. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and, and it's like, well, he's obviously there's obviously something about Billy that's getting him hmm. like these people are, are just going along with it and believing it all. You know, it makes you yeah. I, it's just. It's it's funny though, isn't it? I mean, you look, when you look at these things from the inside out, you're always uh, from the outside in. You're always just like, how could you fall for that? How could you, how yeah. could you not see that? But it makes you wonder, like, if you were in those same situations, would you believe it? Would you go along with it? Would you be fooled by it? You know. Yeah. It's a testament to the power of marketing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, because that, that first video they made is a hell of a marketing video, isn't it? Great, and and then yeah. like the whole Instagram stuff they did with the orange squares, and like, if, I was so tempted. I'm so tempted to get you to make our Instagram post for this, an orange, square. just an orange square. Okay. The the thing I wrote down though is that like it, all through those early stages when you're still like, okay, they can pull this off. Like a lot of the ideas that are coming along, you're like, that's great. That's a really good idea. That's a very clever way of marketing this. It's a really good way to mm. get this. And they're raising the money. It's yeah. just they're Fraudulently, not. Fortunately, it turned out. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But, but you know what I mean? They're like, it's, it's not necessarily that they're, it, the concepts they're using in terms of the marketing, like the strategies and the ideas are good. They're obviously going about the money side of it in a very wrong way. Yes, but like if you could apply some of the stuff that they do do in a legitimate way, I think it would be very effective. Mm. Um, and you're just like, well, they're clearly making money or bringing money, and it's just not enough, and they're not spending it on the right things. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and then screwing people out of payment at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. I also found out so the um, uh, the catering woman mm. who was like. I had to pay the caterers of myself. That's $50,000 yeah. of my savings gone. Turned out after this documentary came out, uh, some people set up a GoFundMe for her and raised $200,000. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. good. And um, uh, there was a bunch of seized um, fire Festival merchandise that Billy was hanging on to to sell to make some of his own money back. It got right. seized from him, was put up for auction, and also raised a whole bunch of money for the contractors. Oh, nice. Who didn't get paid, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, you know, yeah. it's, it's nice that the things like that have happened. It's yeah. a shame they haven't necessarily happened because of the legal systems or the, yeah. you know, or by or just the principles of the people involved. But, well, you know. so there's, um, I said that Billy was committing another fraud in front of a hired-in camera crew, mm. and they have a, um, uh, they have an on-camera interview with the the guy who owns that company, that videographer. Yeah. Um, who is a guy who uh, he says, you know, I had a misstep in my past. I, I've been to prison. It was only for a couple of months. Um, mm. And uh, he said, Billy asked him, you know, what's it like in jail? And, you know, he told him and he, he just like, he said the only way Billy could process this was by telling him, I'm not going to jail. Yeah. 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 
But you know, there was a strong chance. White well, guy, yeah, there was white, a strong chance he wasn't. White guy yeah. with money probably wouldn't. Yeah, you know, and he's what he got put down for. What was it? Six years. Six so years. So probably yeah. get out after three. Yeah, uh, which will be this year. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, no, next year. Next, next year, maybe. So you know, it's it's just screwed up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is a bit at the end of this doc that I kind of call bullshit on. Right. Where Billy just happens to phone Jr. the Bahamian guy on camera. Yeah. And I'm highly suspicious of that. Yeah. Yeah, that does seem convenient. Yeah. I mean, if it was if it was a happy accident, then great, but because mm. sometimes they do happen. Yeah, absolutely they do. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, why would Billy be calling that guy? Yeah, exactly. At and, that moment. Yeah, and and it, other than to say don't don't go on camera. The the other thing you know? is that there was no like it was just like he called him. There was no like oh he's just said this, or or you know there was no revelation with that phone call or punchline no. or anything. It was just so it was completely pointless. Yeah. Like if it if it had been me, I would have just cut it out because it didn't like you say. It just looks like it's a bit staged. Staged. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Do we have anything to add about this documentary or these horrible people? I don't think so. I think you know. I think it's it's one of those things. I think it's worth a watch just to see how, uh, see how things can spiral out of control. Like my jaw was on the floor, yeah. And like you get ten minutes before the end, and they're still revealing mm. mistakes, yeah, and like disasters yeah. <laughs> and but fraud. It, and it was also um, we haven't really talked about the fact that now if you're a influencer or yes, youtuber yeah. or whatever you have to declare if you're being paid for things if you're yep. you know yep. if you're monetizing in a certain way or you know it's like you know yeah, I, there's I, a bunch of videos i watch on youtube now have includes paid promotion on them where for example if someone playing a game they have mm. to disclose if they've been sent the game by the company yeah. whether it's whether if they're giving a review or yeah. whatever they have to say if they've been yeah know, i mean I given watch, a product i watch a bunch of stuff with like guitars or cameras and, mm. and they always have to be like uh oh this company have sent me this guitar to, mm. to review but i'm free to say whatever i like about it or yes yeah um you know it's yeah, like as a camera guy i watch who does that yeah and whenever he does a sponsored video he gives something away in return yeah yeah i've seen yeah. seen a lot of the guitar guitar people mm. do that as well and you know and it is i think it is a very um you know and and i've i've seen some of those like uh like people they're demonstrating like guitar effects pedals and stuff they're like we've been approached with emails mm. that say we will pay you X amount if you review this well. Hmm. So, you know, there is... Wow. Yeah, there is that's, like... That's, that's some pulling back of the curtain. Yeah. Although so, we know someone who was given a dinner for a poster quote on a terrible film <laughs> I'm not even sure he'd seen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That poster. Hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So many questions. But, yeah. Fans of Paranormal Activity <laughs> will love this. Yeah. <laughs> It's just perfect. It's it, that 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 whole saga when when that was that was happening made me read poster quotes in a very different way. And yeah. now I can you can see the ones where it's just like, oh, they didn't like that movie. <laughs> uh, they just want to get their name on the poster. And yeah. it, you, yes, you you can definitely see there's a definite there's a very there's often they a very want clever their name on the poster stepping. without damaging their own integrity. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Definitely. 
Mm. But yeah, I think it's worth a watch though. Yeah, I am also intrigued to watch the Hulu documentary as well. For yeah. some balance and to see how else this story could be told. Yeah. And to see what has been left out of this and conversely what is left out of that. Yeah, um yeah, completely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, there's there's always going to be different sides and it's that's that's the thing with documentaries, uh, you know, that a documentary appears to be presenting you facts but can never not be biased. Yeah. Um you know, and a lot of the documentaries we've we've covered on the the the, the show are inherently biased um, mm. because they're presenting you a very specific look at the mm. you know if we think about like the one we did about the trophy kids or the yeah uh, or Senna which is mm. massively biased um, yeah. an amazing documentary but you know definitely telling the story that it it, it wants to tell everything is viewed through a lens exactly yeah. Yeah, and you know the le- the lens can distort. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah, and and you know it's it's you've got to look at the filmmaker and their integrity and how how you think you know do I do I think they're going to present this in the fair way? I think mm. it's always going to have a viewpoint, but is it a fair way to do it? So I think yeah, often it'll be good to see the Hulu one. Yes, maybe that's a maybe that's a future episode. Yeah. Yeah. If we can find it, not that Hulu is readily available in the UK. No, that's true. Yeah, they mm. need to do something about that. Mm. There may be ways and means. Mm. Um, so is that it? I think it is. Is that and it? I guess yeah. that means that's it for season two. It is. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So how do we end this episode with no <laughs> with no with no uh, pitches? I we probably should have talked about this before. Yeah, I just assumed you'd have figured it out. Um, oh, thanks. <laughs> um, all right. So, all right. I'm going to turn to this camera for a second. And I will say thank you very much for listening to or watching season two of Have You Seen? Um, the current plan is uh, all of these have now been re- at time of recording – no. Well, shortly after recording, hang on a minute. Shortly after recording, all 10 of these episodes will have been released as audio podcasts. Um, they will also go up on our YouTube channel, uh, which probably has a shortened URL that I can't remember. Um, and there's no point putting it on the screen right now because you're going to be watching it on that YouTube channel. But the current plan is they will fill the Thursday time slot that the audio version has had for the next 10 weeks. Um, they are all edited, including this one, which will be, obviously. Um, they're all edited, and they will go up uh, every Thursday for the next 10 weeks, so you can watch something you've already heard. Uh, I also have planned a couple of bonus uh, videos that are going to go on the YouTube channel as well, uh, so you might get 12 weeks' content out of it. Mm. Um, as for Season 3, we don't know yet. We're going to go and have a chat about that. However, we would encourage you... Um, and this may encourage us uh, to uh, send your reviews for anything you've seen in season two. And in fact, any pictures you might have, anything you think we should watch for a season three uh, to uh, at HYS podcast on Twitter or Instagram, facebook.com slash have you seen podcast on Facebook. I'm trying to read this, but half of it's actually cut off by my monitor. Um, the website is have you seen.net and the email for longer form pitches, which is probably the best way to do a pitch. Actually, Yeah, definitely. We pitch- used to say like a side of a four was a good pitch. Yeah. You know, does, a brief outline, yeah. a brief outline and why you think we should watch it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that sometimes there are going to be movies like we've seen that where uh, telling telling us too much about the film is a bad thing. Uh, yes. and, and if that's the case, 
uh, you know, don't be put off that you have to write loads for a pitch. If no, it's something tell, that you tell think, us the minimum you think yeah. we need to know to to yeah. pique our interest in the film that you are interested yeah. in. Yeah, I mean, How with, about that? with Pete's email, it was it was very there was very little information about. Oh movie. yeah, it was basically here's a documentary about the biggest fuck up in history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, I'm going to take this opportunity to plug uh, for the last time my um, vlog series on my recovery from Bell's Palsy, which is uh, bit.ly slash Kieran Bells. Uh, as you've probably guessed, the last one that went up was the finale because my face is pretty much fixed, even though it still feels a bit weird. Uh, Tom has something he should probably plug right now. Yeah, you can uh, check out my uh, debut feature-length documentary on Prime Video. It's called The Easy Bit, and it's all about what it's like for men to go through fertility treatment. Excellent. And that has its own little vanity oh, yeah. URL, which is bit.ly slash the easy bit. We're really good at internet marketing. Oh. See, now, you remember what I was saying earlier about mm -hmm. like jobs that I will happily relinquish? Uh, yeah, on food. marketing yourself and your products yeah, is one of them. Yeah, that's, yeah. any social media... Someone else can do that. Someone who knows okay. more about it than I do. Well, we're going to get on the phone to Jerry Media, who are going to post <laughs> a series of uh, plain yellow uh, <laughs> tabs. What are they called? Squares, rectangles. Yeah. What are they? They've got names. I, I don't, don't use Instagram. I don't understand it. I, I don't know. I do, I, I, it's just a picture. Tom doesn't understand it either, even no. though he's in charge of the Instagram account. <laughs> we might need to delegate again. All right. We should get out of here because we're just babbling. Yeah, we are. I can't think of anything else I was going to add. No, I me. We've, we've plugged everything. We've gone through nope. it. Yeah, I think we've yep. checked all the boxes. Uh, you know, we've got an, another like ten episodes done, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so again, thank you very much for listening and watching. Please stay tuned to our various social media channels for news of any further episodes. And um, I hope twenty twenty gets better for everybody. Oh, me too. Bye. Bye. Bye.